0: Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode number 20 Push the Limits. I'm Elise. I am a recreational therapist, graduate of the University of Florida. My professional experience is in mental health, working with chemical dependency. Adolescents and pediatrics, geriatrics, eating disorders, cancer wellness, and other mental illnesses. I am also a motivational speaker. You can send me a message or ask me a question or read my blog or access my podcast at www.wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. My podcast can also be found on Apple and Spotify at Wide Open Spaces with Elise, or on Podbean p o d b e a n at wideopenspaces.podbean.com. Last week was National Suicide Prevention Week. If you or someone know and anyone who has suicidal ideations, please call the National Suicide Helpline at 800. 800- They offer 24-7 confidential support for people in distress, prevention, and crisis resources. Again, the number is 800-273-8255. Push the Limits, Episode 20. I believe that we all have more time to think nowadays. A lot of our normal leisure activities have been altered due to the pandemic. Let me give you the definition of leisure, or my definition of leisure. Leisure is your free time away from all work and responsibility. Though you may love your job, which is wonderful, we all need that free time away from work and responsibility. There are countries like Sweden and this sounds awesome to me, where everyone's workday ends early in the day so that they can all incorporate a healthy leisure lifestyle into their daily routines. Sweden has done many studies that have shown that if you have enough leisure in your daily routines, you become a more productive worker. Life is all about healthy balance. So Sweden's philosophy is work ends at a certain time, course there's certain jobs like nursing and doctors which are around the clock but even with them they must have their leisure time incorporated into their daily routines so not so bad might want to go visit Sweden someday like that philosophy the American Therapeutic Recreation Association recommends that you have a leisure lifestyle and in your leisure lifestyle there are three designated areas your cognitive health which makes your brain work a little maybe as simple as a puzzle or a brain teaser or reading a book but it gets those cognitive brain cells flowing but it's yet it's leisure it's away from work and responsibility there's your psychosocial health which is your mental your social and your spiritual well-being there are many recreation activities that can fill your psychosocial needs yoga meditation going out with a group of friends and then your physical health which is the great thing about recreation and that our recreational therapist why we chose this field is because recreation is our free time and there are so many activities that you can choose that always that have physical perks so hiking is physical but yet you're out in the fresh air you seeing nature so there are so many things that you can do that will fill in that area of leisure but yet give you that physical health component also it's important to have those physical activities in your life and those happy kind of activities because they get those endorphins flowing and i like to call the endorphin hormone the happy hormone it's almost like giving you that natural high a lot of people who suffer from chemical dependency issues is because there are reasons where it is um, genetic um and other various problems that have gone on in their life that have caused the chemical dependency, but there is also research that shows that people who do have chemical dependency issues don't produce enough endorphins, that happy hormone, to give them that natural high, that natural happiness. So this week, past week, we had the passing of the memorial of the 19th year since 9-11. And it really made me think. Not that I don't think on a 9-11 every year, but it really made me think this year because this year is different than all other years. The pandemic of 2020 and 9-11 do have some things in common. It reminded me that this is not the first time a crisis has made Americans or the world change the way they live their everyday lives. From September 12th and after, we changed the way we did things forever. In the beginning, right after 9-11 and even on that day, I remember hunkering down to my home for at least a month. I just didn't want to go outside. I didn't feel safe. I only went out for essentials. Same as COVID. I remember avoiding large crowds and staying in one place for too long, wasn't the best thing to do, just like COVID. I remember having to change my behaviors, just like COVID. I remember new laws and restrictions placed on us, just like COVID. I remember I became much more aware of my surroundings, as well as we do with COVID. I remember being afraid to travel, just like COVID on planes and trains or buses. The death toll for both is always hard to comprehend. It's hard to just wrap your brain around it. We are approaching almost 200,000 deaths just in the United States alone. All you had to do was look at the destruction and loss of loved ones in both life altering tragedies. As I contemplated, on 9-11, I could see so many similarities to COVID, the pandemic. Did we survive? Yes, we survived 9-11, but our world changed, not without a lot of loss. Did we adapt? Yes, we adapted. The country and the world was changed forever due to 9-11 and now the pandemic. And for me, and many others out there, I had another major life-changing event. I am a resident of Parkland, Florida. If that doesn't ring a bell, it's the town where a former student walked into school with an AR-15 machine gun and murdered 17 innocent people. The same high school my daughter attended for four years. The same high school that was on the same campus as my other daughter's middle school. The high school was Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. This was another time in my life where I didn't feel safe in my own home. Where I was afraid to let my kids go to school. Where the way we lived in our daily lives would just change forever. Okay. So why am I going through all of these sad and scary moments in our country and the world's history? Because we survived and we conquered. Humans are so fascinating. The mechanism that we have inside ourselves to have the instinct to adapt. Don't get me wrong. There are some people who can never adapt. And please, if this is you, seek out professional help so that you they can guide you through those difficult times. It's okay to say you need help. It's okay to say you're not okay. But please reach out for help. Of course, we also have those resistors and agitators who don't want to change. And really, there's no point in fighting or arguing with them. They're firm in their beliefs. Just move on from it. But here and now, I want you to think how major life events, like what I discussed, have made you change. 9-11, how did your life change? If you're too young and you weren't born yet, watch a documentary on it or do research on it because your life today is very different because of 9-11. During COVID, it should be very easy to see how your life has changed. I want to focus on leisure lifestyle today. Yes, your free time. Leisure activities in your life are essential to your mental health. Some people have a hard time with being alone. Part of being successful in your leisure lifestyle is to be able to do solitary activities. So. If you're having difficulty with it, it's time to work on that. You'd be amazed at the thought processes and the things that you experience and go through when you're solitary. It can be very enlightening and empowerful. I don't mean driving a car alone or running errands alone. That's not what I mean. Those are part of our daily responsibilities. Maybe sit at Starbucks alone or an outdoor restaurant by yourself. Go to a movie by yourself if the theaters are open. Go to a park by yourself and just people watch. People watching can be very thought-provoking and interesting. Go to the beach and actually sit on the sand by yourself. No towel, the sand. Or take a short road trip by yourself. Are there things that you have always wanted to try, like canoeing or fishing? Paddle boats, they're so much fun. My family and I went to D.C. a few years back, and we went to the Tidal Basin, and we did the the paddle boats, and it's, it's easy, and it's fun, and it's something you can do with others or by yourself, and guess what? It's got that physical component to it also, and it's something you can just do on your own. If you don't know how to swim, maybe take a lesson while social distancing. If you don't know how to ride a bike, rent one. Start to learn. If you've always wanted to learn a foreign language, that's so easy to access those classes and courses virtually through your computer or phone. So maybe that's something you want to do. And then when you are able to travel to another country, maybe you'll know their language by then when you take a class online. My pushing the limits this week was very simple. And every week I try to push my limits. It doesn't have to be grand, it can be something very small, but have that effect on me, that empowering feeling that I pushed the limits. I need to be outside every day. Otherwise, my world starts to close in. I mean, like literally, the world, the walls start to close in. It's suffocating to me. My anxiety starts to go up, I start to feel agitated, so I literally need to go outside every day. I get a good amount of exercise because I take my dog for two good long walks a day. She's a very athletic dog, so she needs that. So that forces me, I kind of have no choice. I sit outside in the shade on a lounge chair almost every single day if it's not raining. But I was getting bored. I mean, I still do those things, I enjoy them, but it got boring day after day, the same thing. You see, the exercise and sitting out back in April, May, and June was pushing the limits for me. Before Corona, I barely went outside because of the heat. And I also suffered from malignant melanoma when I was 26. So I had this idea in my head that I shouldn't be outside. But through COVID, I've changed that thought process. found out found ways that I can be safe protect my skin but still go outside so I needed to find a new way to push my limits so I on Monday I took my blue yoga mat and I went into my yard I placed the mat under a large shady tree and I laid on the mat okay it was good it was nice But then I pushed the limits just a little further. I got off the mat and I laid on my back, right on the wet grass. I stretched my arms out and just felt the grass under my body. The smell of the grass, honestly, guys, was so delicious. The grass felt cool and refreshing. I did laugh to myself a little bit, and laughter is always a great form of therapy uh, on how everyone who knows me might be shocked right now if they saw this picture of me laying on the grass with my arms stretched out wide, but I felt free. I felt accomplished because I pushed my personal limits, and I truly enjoyed it. I even took pictures of myself laying there. And if you listen to last week's podcast, episode 19, I talked about how I started to take pictures of myself to help my self image. So I took a picture of myself lying there and maybe I'll post it on my website. And P.S. There was an unexpected perk from this experience. I realized that the last time I had laid on grass like that was back at the University of Florida in front of the rights union in between my classes I lived off campus so I wouldn't go home in between classes so I would have to find something to do so I would bring a towel or just lay on the grass and this memory came back to me and it was so unexpected just from me laying on the grass in my backyard with my arms wide open What a treat it was to have that memory. I even remembered, God, it's kind of embarrassing, but I even remembered the one day where red ants crawled up my shorts and bit me while I was laying there. And at first I didn't realize it and I kept scooting around. And then I realized that red ants were crawling up me and going right up my shorts. So easy, so simple, no money or others involved. Just me. And i pushed my limits in my backyard and i had a wonderful memory come rushing back maybe you can try a hammock buy a topiary or a bonsai that's something i did where you have to research it a little bit and then prune it to keep its unique shape horticulture is so therapeutic they actually have something called horticulture therapy so if you've always liked plants great something you can look into but if you've never done anything with gardening or planting look into it because horticulture therapy and being with nature which i always talk about because our bodies are nature we are part of nature so being one with nature always lifts our spirits and our mood maybe you want to create a youtube video about how you push the limits to challenge yourself i mean think about it making a video on how to push the limits to challenge yourself I think that's a great idea if you've always wanted to dye your hair pink go for it or become a blonde go for it or grow a beard or a goatee go for it have I got you thinking about how you can push the limits in your life yet I hope you can see by now that pushing limits doesn't always mean going against the grain it means consciously thinking about ways you can push yourself to new heights in your life push yourself to new heights in your life do that activity you've always dreamed about or step out of your comfort zone i know it's hard but you do really feel accomplished when you step out of your comfort zone Change the look and the way you spend your free time. It means adapting to our new world during a pandemic, like we have in the past during 9-11. It means time to soul search about something that might pique your interest. And listen, I don't want to hear I can't. I don't want to hear I can't. do what I want because of COVID. That's not an excuse. You can't do the things maybe you used to do, but you have to adapt your life. And that doesn't mean giving up on all leisure. It means incorporating new and creative things in your life. So yes, I acknowledge there's things you can't do with a mask on and social distancing. This is where you have to dig deep and think more simplistic about how you can incorporate new and exciting things in your life while following national guidelines. It's really not that hard, guys. Don't let that voice in your head say, I can't. That voice always wants to pull us back. Don't let it pull you back because you can, if you truly want to make your world more colorful, you can. We have all shown that through tragedy and hard times and limitations, we can all persevere when we find the strength within ourselves. See, we are a strong species, and I can see the positive in the future for all of us, even if it is unknown when we will be able to live life the way we used to before the pandemic. I still see a positive future for all of us. And that's how you have to change your thought process. Instead of focusing in the here and now, and we're never going to get out of this, you need to think there will be eventually a positive future for all of us. And you owe that to yourself to think, to contemplate, and identify ways you can push yourself to new limits within the parameters of our new world you can push those limits within our new restrictions all i can do on this podcast is plant the seed for you you've really got to take the ideas and run with it i know you can i really have faith in you the fact that you're listening to me is a step in the right direction it's saying I want to make change in my new world, and I want to have a positive future. So dig deep, and you'll be surprised about the thoughts you can come up with to push your limits. I pray one day we can all look back at the way we handled 9-11, COVID, and for me a mass shooting in my town, and say I grew from the tragedy. And i always challenged myself to adapt and to create happiness positive unique leisure in my life ultimately we are all strong did you hear me we are all strong we just have to stop saying i can't put that out of your head i can't and say i can i can no matter what is going on in our world i'd like to read a poem to you right now it's called life story by nikki albert life story by nikki albert i just googled poems about leisure and i found this one that really spoke to me and i hope it speaks to you life story i didn't know my spirit it was all mine to control that there i had merit in my very soul It was mine to control, my story and line of sight, in my very soul and there in my might. My story and line of sight in my very soul and there my might was all mine to control. It's all yours to control. Remember that. You can control even with our new rules and our new limitations. You can control your world. Well, that was episode 20, Push the Limits. And I would like to leave you with some lasting thoughts for the ep- end of this episode. Here's a quote. Together with a culture of work, there must be a culture of leisure as gratification. To put it another way, people who work must take the time to relax to be with their families to enjoy themselves and to listen to music play a sport pope francis i just loved that when i read it and when i saw that it was pope francis i even felt more enlightened because being such a religious figure always focusing on religion and reaching out to his followers and listeners about leisure and sport and recreation it was really enlightening to me, so I hope it enlightened you. Again, you can find me at my website at www.wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise's is I-L-I-S-E So today I challenge you to explore all the wide open spaces in your world. Positive thoughts and positive energy, my friends. Until next week when you will join me for episode 21. I look forward to seeing you then. Thank you.